Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy. And we are excited to have a really great interview. Well, it remains to be seen, but I think it's going to be a really great interview. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it might be. Stace, let us know how we how we ended up with Mr. Gabe Romero. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Funny, because I don't know. Because I don't know <laughs> Gabe Romero. Right. Um, I think, Gabe, I probably saw you doing a carpool karaoke with Ollie. That's exactly how. And I was like, why am I not best friends with this guy? He's singing and wearing a suit. Like, like not a suit, like a Christmas suit or yeah. a, what were you wearing, Gabe? I don't even know, but you so have, you have like called- costumes galore, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, for the most part, I think, so where it originated was, um, when I was working for ProAct, they, uh, you always had this ugly Christmas sweater parties, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, people get imaginative and creative and they, you know, glue things onto your sweater and things of that nature. And I was like, you know what? This is boring. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of this. Like, there's got to be something like more upscale. And so I typed in Christmas suit on Google and bam, lo and behold, this website called Shinesty comes up and I clicked on it. And I'm like, holy cr- Can I cuss? Is it okay? Go for it. Yeah, okay. you can. I was no like, rules. holy no shit. Rules. Like, it's like the holy grail. Like, they had everything that I was looking for at the time because it was, like, right on Christmas. So I bought two of them. And they were only 100 bucks a pop. And you get pants, a tie, and and, and uh, the jacket. <laughs> and all you had to do is just, like, match the shirt. And then, of course, Amazon has everything. As far, so you find shoes. And then you buy socks. And then Oh, my gosh. I can't. So then I just. So you guys, this this story right here is why I want to be best friends with Gabe Romero, who doesn't even know me. But because I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I freaking love it. Yeah. And so I think I put, sent you a message saying that exact same thing, or like, please be my friend on the internet. I just started following you, and I've seen you, Gabe, like dress up for all the holidays and sing in your car. I think is what I mostly see, and just really have a positive attitude where you're like trying to inspire everybody to be their best. So that's what I know about you, Gabe. I think that's fairly accurate. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, it's about having fun with life and because we can get caught in the day to day and the monotony of it and, you know, everything else. I'm not saying that you take away from your responsibilities and bill pays and let things go to hell and max your credit cards out. You know, that's not, that, that's going to stress you out I think for the most part, you know, you, you got to have fun with everything that you do, uh, including, you know, not only your personal life, but your professional life too, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are wanting to go to work just to pay the bills and they're not fulfilled and they're sitting there at a dead end job. They're, they're not doing what they want to do. They have other passions that they want to do, but I think a lot of people just get stuck because they don't accept within themselves to take the decision or make the decision and take the steps, say, you know what, I'm going to go do this. And no matter what it takes. And that's, that's the main thing that I like to preach about to, to people and just talk about them and just inspire them to, to be themselves and, 
and whatever it is that they have to do within their life, within their personal life or professional life, but just make it balanced so that they can enjoy the day to day. Got it. So were you all, were you like just born this way, Gabe? Were you born just like a positive <laughs> attitude coming out of the womb? Do you have no. siblings or parents that really encouraged you in that way? Or do you think you, this, you just born like that? I was not born like that. So I was born in Pomona, California. And then in, and when I was seven years old, my parents got divorced and we moved to Salinas. And I've been up here ever since. And then I went to school at Fresno State for five years. And I walked on the football team and made a scholarship, full ride scholarship after two years. So they paid for my school last three. What? Yeah. Amazing. That's freaking baller. So it's, it's, it was fun. It's, it's been a journey. And then three years after, like when I was 10 years old, my mom and dad got back together. My my dad moved back up. (gasps) Wait, what? Yeah. Insane. So it's kind of like, um, you know, and they, they, they've instilled a lot of stuff into me. And I think, you know, over the past couple months since my parents had passed, um, I've, I've done a lot of deep reflecting on just who they are, what they've done for me in my life and how, how they've instilled some, some awesome qualities that I didn't, you know, didn't know that were inside me. Um, so it's like when you reflect on yourself and you go a little bit deeper and just to find out the meaning of things and it, it, it adds so much value to your life. And because I, I was horrible. Um, I, my personal life was shit. And my professional life was great. So I'm going all over hmm. the place. I'm rambling a little bit. but So I went to Salinas High School. I went to Fresno State. I came back um, because I got a job uh, at Cisco. And that's how I started the, the produce industry. So I've been in the produce industry for 28 years. Wow. And just moved up and up and up. You know, and now I'm a senior director of food service for Domani slash Man Packing. And everything's wow. come to me like on my professional side of things was really, really good. Well, I got married in 1996, got divorced in 2006. And what I realized was after college, I moved back home with my parents. I got the job. And then my girlfriend at the time, my ex-wife, she was living in Fresno for a year and then she moved back to San Jose. And so we broke up. And then I got scared because I didn't know anything else but her and her family besides mine. And mm-hmm. I rushed to, she moved in with an ex-boyfriend and then I freaked mm-hmm. out and I ran to her and asked her to marry me. She didn't say yes. And then I should have known then not to get married. And, and I, but we got back together and then I asked her again, she said yes. And then we were married for 10 years. So for me, looking back on that portion of my life, I was not in love with her, you know, and realizing it now or a few years ago, well, a lot, a long time ago, basically, I, I, I knew I made the wrong decision. Out of that came my son, uh, Travis, and my daughter, Haley. And, oh, nice. and they're amazing. Uh, they're amazing kids. They've been through a lot because my, I was a piece of shit um, in my marriage. I, I thought, you know, I had, I bought the home, we had the kids, you know, all that was fine, but I cheated on her. And that, that brought my downfall and just, it was, it was, I was living two lives and I was like, it was a fucking mess. And I not only did it with, I did it with multiple women and I was, a, and it was horrible. And so it came down to me finally making the decision 
to say what's going on with my life. I need to talk to her about all this. And it's not like I dumped it on her, but at the same time it floored her because she didn't realize what was going on because I was leading two lives. And, and what had happened over the course of that is everything got stripped away from me. And I was always scared of losing it all. My professional life was fine. Uh, My personal life was hell. Yeah. And I was dealing with everything inside the lies and the cheating and everything else that was inside me. And, and I had to step up and finally, you know, come to grips with who I was and my insecurities and why I couldn't talk about my feelings and mm. all that. And we got divorced and I moved in with Mike McIntyre and his wife in Gilroy and Eagle Ridge. And they're amazing people. They took me in for six months and, uh, I'll, there's there's that's priceless as far as like repaying them back and so i had to go through some hell uh rock bottom and i gave everything to them and to the kids and not out of guilt and shame but just out of i didn't want to change their lives because i've seen so many times how kids end up and how they're torn and they're put between the parents and it was it was just not a good thing at all Mm. And then I went through a couple, two relationships with younger women. And then I finally figured out, like, in 2000, February 25th, 2016, uh, that's the date that sticks out for me um, forever. And that was the day I made the decision to change my life. And I, I've always been a Christian. I've always, my mom brought me to church. Um, I've always done god is my savior um you know and but i'm not a church goer not a bible thumper i'm not a i'm not a pushing on you um because each person has to have their own relationship with jesus christ and so for me it's praying it's doing the right things it's it's getting back to who i was and i made a decision to call up tony robbins uh coaching staff and i've always watched him i never did much i watched the videos never did the work and for some reason, I made a phone call and it was a pitch, um, just touting, you know, their program and what they do. And at the end, they told me the price and I gulped because it didn't have the money. And I said, I'm, it, that took me like 10 seconds. And then I go, here's my credit card. I'm signing up. And wow. so they put me through two profiles, a disc profile and a detailed to match me up with a coach. And I got matched up with um with a guy named Brody Whitney out of Canada and things started clicking again um I I almost lost my job at Proact I've been I was there for 15 years before I went to manpacking and because of my personal life and everything that was going on I finally almost it was 30 minutes one time a a week for a year and then I got to go to UPW um, as well. Oh, cool. So explain what that is. So Unleash the Power Within is a four-day seminar um, that Tony Robbins puts on that you go through. You get a workbook. You go through a lot of uh, deep soul searching. You go through um, just how to focus on your wheel of purpose, you know, in every single part of your life from finance to relationships to emotions to health to find, you know, to every single piece that you have and you evaluate yourself, you, you dig deep into, and you, you, you dig deep into what you have and what you're all about. 
and you really rate yourself, but you can be really harsh. You can be critical of yourself. And I am, I am that, um, I do that a lot, mm. but I've learned over the years to be more compassionate to, to myself. So mm-hmm. that started in the, I mean, he brings on so many people from Wim Hof who does a breathing technique to like, you mm-hmm. can hold your breath forever. There's Pitbull was there. There was, I mean, he opened, it's an amazing like you feel like you're drained but he's he's so energetic and he gets you he gets you up every 30 minutes you're he pumps the music you're dancing then you sit down and you learn and you go over and people open up and i mean there's some there's some things where you know it for me you know there's people yelling and crying and screaming out loud like they're getting killed and <laughs> sometimes i laughed a little bit i'm like okay they're taking it i mean i mean you play full out but at the same time, I'm like, okay, so is this re- are you being real or are you just, you know, you need, to, but some people need to go that route. Yeah. But it's like 16 hours out of the day. And then you go wow. home and then you wake back up and you got to get back up early so you can get a good seat. And, <laughs> but like one time he brought us down, what was it? It was the, the Saturday before the Sunday, the very last day that he spoke and pe- he let people go. And then, and then people had left and I stayed because you, you want to stay just to listen a little bit. He brought everybody down on the floor of the Shadows of Ace Church um, Arena, and it was unbelievable. Like, wow. just people opening up about themselves, and just you know, I, I think that kicked off a lot. That that took me to the next level with my coach. And so, at that point in time, I just my vision for everything else in my life changed to you know really live life and get after it, and not care what people think, and create content and do things that that make people smile that you give back and you serve. And, and I think for the most part, that's what fulfills me is, you know, all the direct messages that I get with, you know, the carpool karaoke that I started, cause that just wanted to be fun. Um, you know, my videos that I talk about, you know, what's inside you, how you can be. And, you know, and on top of that, that's therapy for me too. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's a release, you know, it's, it's finding your peace outdoors. It's finding your peace in whatever you can. And so, that's taken me up to 50 years of my life, half century. So like, I'm, I've learned a lot. I've been through, you know, and, and one good thing is that I, I have reconciled with my ex, you know, it, it's, it was, uh, I told her, you know, I told her, I apologized to her. I was at a track meet with my daughter and it was in Sacramento and I walked up to her and I said, Hey, you know, I'm, this is probably well overdue. And I said, I apologize for everything I've done to you because you didn't deserve any of that shit. Wow. So that takes, a lot but you know as you're talking game i stacy shared how she found you and i found you in a similar way on social media probably on facebook mm-hmm. and i was just drawn to your energy and um but as you're just talking right now first of all i think it's awesome because a lot of times with interview guests we have to like we have to like get all this information out of them but you just like dove in and went got to it which we love mm-hmm. but i just several things you said i'm like oh my gosh he is stace he is our people like yep all these things we value costumes, <laughs> karaoke, <laughs> um, but then like real things like you're transparent. You're talking about growth. You talked about Jesus. You talked about self-compassion, not caring what people think, giving back, serving how like what you do is therapy for you. And it doesn't matter what it is for anybody else. These are all things that Stacey and I highly value too. So I'm like, this is so amazing. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, Jackie, I thought about that when he said that he, because uh, Gabe asked us, you know, what's the, what's your podcast? Like what it's all about. And I, I said, well, I think it's just for us. And as he was saying that, like, it's really just for Jackie and I to have the opportunity to talk to each other every week about these deep talk- topics. Yep. And people sometimes resonate with it and connect with us. And we're always like thrilled when that happens. But when it doesn't, like there's zero part of us that's sad about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, connecting with friends and doing all of that stuff, too, is super important. Like, I, I talk about that more and more so now than ever after losing my parents, you know, and like life is too short to not enjoy those things and not to connect with friends and especially your close knit friends. Right. It's like even though you spend time away from each other and everybody else has their own lives, but if you can make if you can slot that time frame. It's just, it's super important, right? It's, it's connectivity between two people. Um, It's allowing yourself to let your walls come down. You can talk about anything. It's not just, you know, I I think the difficulty one on the man side of things is that men don't know, men don't know how to be vulnerable. They, um, they're taught to, you know, hold everything in. They're taught to be the secure, the weight on the shoulders, the provider, the, when they don't realize that they have, you know, women are strong. Women can provide just as well as men. And if you balance that out and you let go of those things, man, a relationship just can, can flourish. And, and it's, I've learned that a lot. I had to sit with myself. I broke up. Well, my bro- girlfriend broke up with me 10 months ago or in October. Shit, I don't know how long that is. But <laughs> I, I've been just soul searching and deep diving into myself to get, just to figure out, okay, what, why are my, why are the relationships that I had failed and why am I, what am I doing to, th- there's something that I'm doing. There's a cycle that I'm doing that's making things not work. And, and the funny thing is like, you hear me and you talk to me and, and all this stuff that we're talking about. And yet I'm like, okay, so I'm doing something wrong within the relationship side of things. And I figured it out. Oh, um, oh wow. Which okay. was, what is it? So, <laughs> So like I was putting so much pressure on the relationship to be so at a high level Uh, that I never, I was okay. On top of that, I was searching for why does, why doesn't this person love me as much as I love them? And when I realized like, Gabe, wake the fuck up. They're doing their best. They're doing their way, their version of how they taught to love and, and, just keep giving, like give back. Like it doesn't matter. And, and because I was, I was a taker in a relationship. I took, 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 took. And until I realized to give back, which was the past like three years, I was giving back too much, but then feeling empty inside because I thought that I needed to receive it as well when I don't. The expectation. Yeah. Yeah. your expectations and appreciation you appreciate your gratitude for the relationship it changes everything Mm. and I thought I was I thought I wasn't enough Mm. and I thought that I had to do all these things to make somebody love me when they already love me wow so I woke up and my insecurity of my own feelings like I was I let it go like I'm like okay just let things be let things take its course you you just be yourself just have fun again so that's where I'm at now. And that's why all, all the content's coming out that I'm putting out and I'm doing the carpool karaoke because I, I just, it's just a, another way of having a good time and releasing energy and sending good vibes out there too. You know, and then also talking about 
you know, your inner emotions and everything else that you go through, because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people post a lot of stuff. They write a lot of things and that, and I'm different. I, I, I do do some posts with some writing, but I'm very intentional with my videos at the same time, because it's something that's going on within me that I hope can, somebody can connect with. So okay, question, we yeah. are, um, our topic this month on our podcast is values. So we're talking a lot about your values and how they drive your decision-making and your, you know, like the videos you post and Jackie and I, one of the questions that we kind of struggled with during our last few podcasts was what happens when your values are different than like someone who's pretty close to you? Like really it was like kind of our close relationships, right? Jackie, is that where yeah. we that question? Yeah. Like what happens yeah. when you're, you, your values are someone that you love and, um, cherish, but you, you have a value discrepancy or something. So how do you handle that? Because you're like so positive and, and it seems like you have a lot of output. How do you handle those situations? So I think for the most part, you know, we're, our values and our standards are brought up from our parents and they're entrenched in, in us for the most part, like, and until you dig deeper into them and, and write them down and write what means a lot to you, mm. you have to understand yourself before you can understand somebody else. Ooh. Amen. We'll stop there. That was huge. Yep. End of story. Again. Okay. Interview over. <laughs> no, just say it again. We got to hear that one again. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, that's, that's the key. You have to, you have to really know yourself. You have to know your own standards and your own expectation, your own beliefs before you, we're not here to judge and you can't judge someone for their values and what they stand up for. You have to accept them for who they are. And it's okay to disagree with them. If you want them in your life and you want them to be your friend, then allow that to happen. There's no need for a fight. That's just who they are. And you can either talk about it in an open forum um, where you're not trying to point fingers or be defensive and really understand where they're coming from and why they feel that that value or standard is important to them. Yep. Love it. So the other thing that we've been talking about recently is the fact that our community, Salinas, is hurting right now. Um, there's just stuff going on that's dividing us, and it's hard stuff. So we, we were talking about kind of values that we can um, use to connect our community. So I feel like you do that really well. You, your videos really connect people. They, Like you said, people, people can connect with something you're saying or relate with something you're saying. Do you have any thoughts about how our community can come together and listen to each other and what that could look like? And that's a big question. So <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's broad, I think. Do you have any ideas for world peace tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always do. Stacy's always good at these really specific questions. I'm like, could you fix the world, please? <laughs> I think it's just one person at a time, right? I think, uh, you know, you, you really have to, like Kimberly Craig, she's got a good vision. She's a refreshing mayor. Yeah. And, you know, to, to bring the community together when the very – soul of the issue is social media mm. and mm -hmm. it is like I don't recall it ever being like this when there wasn't any Facebook or there wasn't uh, Instagram or there wasn't a platform for people to people that are not experts to put their own opinion out there and everybody's watching everything instead of like really valuing their own selves and being responsible their own selves for their their own actions 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and the kids are a product of this generation. This is unfortunate. I mean, look at the thing that happened with the, the baby black doll that is going on right now at Salinas High. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because these kids think it's funny. They and then they they don't realize what they just opened up by taking pictures and posting it and Snapchat and all this other stuff. And they they don't understand the consequences. Well, now they're feeling it. Right. The wrath of what that is. And, you know, sometimes I think parents are doing their best. They they can't right now in this day and age and at least in, in our area, they both have to work. Right. Because it's so damn expensive to live here. So then how do you. It's not like you're coming at mom's home all the time, or it's not like you know, dad, like dad's there when you get off of school and in the discipline or the the old school ways of you know. Because I got hit with a belt, I got freaking out. Like, <laughs> yeah, you I got whooped if you said something. Yeah. <laughs> and now these kids are like, oh, "I'm gonna go to CPS. You're gonna fucking hit me!" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like you have no clue what discipline is, and you want everything. <laughs> you want it all in the silver platter. So, like, it's just uh, I don't know. I think one person at a time being responsible for helping out or just being their own selves in in their own community love it love it well stace and i in our last episode we talked about doing something this this christmas time did we mention this to you yet did this to you <laughs> no similar to what similar to what ollie does what is no that? we joined oh. we yeah, joined with ahead, ollie you no, did we did a few years ago, Jackie and I, before we had a podcast, we had a competition once, ah, whatever event was the kickoff where Ollie began, Ollie Lowe is a local guy who began this operation, uh, give back, is that, what's it called, is that what it's called, Gabe? I think so, yeah. Yeah, where he collects toys like new unwrapped toys and they collect thousands of them, you guys. I mean, it's just a ton. We talked about it in our last episode and Jackie and I had a contest to see who could collect the most toys a few years ago, like probably five years ago, maybe. I don't Uh remember. And then the loser had to dress up in a Santa costume and ring the bell at Knob Hill. (laughs) So, but something happened. We were going to, I think we both just went to, yeah, because you were nice to me because I was a loser and you didn't want me to have to do it by myself. And (laughs) Gabe, I bought my son a Christmas suit and he he was wearing it that day. (laughs) See? See, full circle. I love it. So, I just think we need, I, I just would love to meet you in person, Gabe. I, think that there's there's got to be some fun thing we can do where we can all wear costumes and do good for the community so put it in your thinking cap (laughs) (laughs) and we'll see if we can't do something fun yep all right that's what we're gonna do (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) we were like we're gonna have our own parade and then i was like you know maybe we could just join another parade (laughs) being somebody who like hasn't a slight concern about how much work that would be for me <laughs> oh stacy <laughs> oh my gosh oh well, my gosh okay so i mean that's where it starts really i mean when you when like it's it's those events that really bring out the best in the community and when you're able to to give back like that that's i mean that's what it is you know i think in in people who are less fortunate or you, Ollie puts smiles on all their faces. Like, you know, it's like you see the kids beaming because they, you know, it's not like they 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 appreciate it like so much more than than the expectation of some of the kids that think, oh, 
what did you get me for Christmas? Why wasn't it on my list? And blah, 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 you know, you get, <laughs> yep, <laughs> or, or they open up the gift like, I didn't want that. You know, that's like, I'm like, all right. But, oh man. <laughs> you know, it's, but I mean, kids are kids. They're going to be, <laughs> at least they're honest. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think generosity is a value that our community really um, embraces. And it's something that we can all get on board with. Right. And, giving back. And I, I love that about Salinas. I feel like it's, it's really something that unites us. So I'm for that. Super grateful. Well, yeah. how can people find you on online? Like what, where do they, okay, get, where so do they get your stuff? My content, well, my Instagram is G Romero 47. Okay. So you can, um, Facebook, you just look up my name and you can find me. And that's pretty much all the, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I don't utilize that that much, but then I started to, because the, the thing about LinkedIn is um, it's organic. You don't, it doesn't have the algorithms that Facebook and, and Instagram have. Ah, interesting. So, you, so your feed, like if you posted your podcast on there, right. I mean, part, it doesn't go to your, it doesn't go to this certain circle of friends. You know what I'm ah. saying? Because you know how sometimes when you're on Instagram, you're watching. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you always see the same so thing over and again. again. <laughs> you always see the same people. So yeah. I, I, but I'm like, okay, I can't see 1200 people's lives. More <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, Seriously. Well, you don't you know, have to work today, do you, Gabe? <laughs> I said, you don't have to work, do you? I mean, just look, follow my life in every detail, every single person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. Uh, oh, that was me. I'm Stacy. I, yeah, so that was the thing, you guys. I was, um, I was looking at a place like a home for sale and I saw this guy and he's like standing outside I'm like this guy looks so familiar and I just kind of looked I probably looked really funny because I stared at you a little bit like (laughs) and I went and looked at the house which was gorgeous it was was so beautiful (laughs) thank you I was I was working and when you said I I thought you wanted to work out okay let's work out (laughs) we just (laughs) okay okay so he was he has his garage door open and there's a gym there so that's something else that you totally value, right, Gabe, is you work out and stuff. And you clearly had a killer home gym going on. So I was like, yeah. sweet, if I buy this house, it comes with a free home gym next door. <laughs> this is perfect. Donna, everything. Yes. I, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been something a long time, I think, that I also needed in, in my relationship because I was like going back to owning my own place, you know, being divorced for 16 years and um i always tried to move in with the other person Mm. and and i was like okay i can cut bills in half and all this other stuff and i'm like because you know i was struggling for quite some time and once once my son graduated from high school i got my all my equity from my divorce in the house that we once had because i let her keep the house and all that, you know, and I lived in an apartment. So I finally got all my cash and I was sitting on it and it was just sitting in savings. And in March, when the Dow dropped to 18,000, I 
stuck all my cash into the stock market. And wow. then and then I just sat on it. And then when when we broke or when she broke up with me in October, I was like, What am I doing? I'm trying to move in and like this isn't working. She doesn't want that. I'm putting too much pressure. I go, I'm sitting on all this money for one reason and that was for me to buy a place. Yeah. And so I'm like in one day, I made a decision, and this is how things work. Um, when you commit to something and you make a decision, when it's like, that's it, when enough's enough, and this is what I learned from Tony Robbins, too, and my coach, like, make a decision and make the first step, make an action, like, do something. Mm. So I called up Ron Guzman. He got me a hold of Michael Singh to go look for homes. Michael Singh is a realtor here in town. He got a hold of um, James, the loan the loan officer. And in one day I got approved and I was like, we're doing this, let's go. And then I just started looking for homes and I was going to put a bid on a four bedroom here in Creekside. And then all of a sudden Greg Hines texted out to this group. Cause I was, uh, I went to go drop off some gifts at John Wagner, Lexi Wagner and my friends. And they were on the group that said that the house next to Greg was going to go for sale in January. And I'm like, no way. And it was a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath. I'm like, four bedrooms way too big for one guy. I don't need that. <laughs> so just things like that happen. So when you're making decisions, like, you, that's when you commit. When enough's enough and you have to make, like, going back to the health part of it, like, that's been a, an ongoing thing for me. But now I just took it to the next level where I'm working twice. I'm working out twice a day. But I, you know, I got ten times. I went to like six percent like that, and did that shit for my life. And I'm super strong. So, hey, Gabe, I want you to slow it that down and walk us through those decisions. You know, like, oh. like, it's things like that that just make you can you walk us through we kind of you cut out for just like a second there but could you walk us through that decision making process a little bit so okay so you when you decide like something's got to give something's got to give then what what's the next step the next step is find out what that what is driving you to say that enough enough what do you want to change your life? is it your health is it your finances is it um a friendship is it something that has that's super important to you make that decision figure out a plan on what you're going to do about it and go and execute you have to execute. you have to take action okay so first you figure out something's got to give some enough's enough second you got to like identify it really yes. like what is it like what's the problem what, is it that you, what do you want like, yeah what, what do, you, do want? you want and that kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier which was like you have to know yourself first yeah. right yeah. if you don't know what you want you're never going to get it right <laughs> correct and then you just go through life aimlessly you know and not having it's not necessarily like you have you don't have to find your purpose right you just have to find that what fulfills you and that's your purpose right there hmm. you know um this reminds me a little bit of uh, matthew mcconaughey have you listened to his book green lights I have not. I'm on uh, right now. I'm reading Jay Shetty's How to Be a Monk or uh, uh, Think Like a Monk. Oh, I love Jay Shetty. That's good. Okay. Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Um, but I listening, I haven't listened to the whole book, but I've listened to kind of some es excerpts from it. And uh, Matthew McConaughey kind of says, like, it's the, it's a, uh, 
process of, you don't have to know exactly like my mission and my, what I do want, but sometimes it's just like the use of what I don't want. Okay. Now I don't want that. Well, that narrows it down. Now I know I don't like that. That narrows it down. You know, you can use the, the things that you are really obviously what you don't like and what you don't want. Great. That's It's good to learn that stuff. So then you can whittle it down to narrow your field of um, energy, I guess. Very true. Very true. All right. <laughs> I, I'm getting my my five-step process to changing my life right now. I'm writing your book for you, Gabe. Oh, I love it. Just, I got your first two chapters. <laughs> well, I love it. And Gabe, you talked about your coach and what a difference he made in your life. Like, um, are you still working with that coach? So I connect with him on Facebook. Um, okay. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll send him a direct message just to connect and do some things. So he... He lives now in San Diego. He's a dual citizen. Um, he got married, and he. Um, I don't connect with him as far as on this level. Um, yeah. To say what's up and how things are going for him, and we don't go into in depth on the coaching side of things. So, what kinds of um, like habits do you have in your life that keep you connected to this like growth mindset you have? You know, you talk a lot about getting better and, the, and that value that you have. So what kinds of accountability do you have in your life or, or um, relationships that drive you in that way? So morning routine is so essential. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people are not morning people, but that's okay. You have to adapt, but like getting up early, the first thing I do is I pray and then I meditate. Like I am not like this ultimate guru at meditating and I meditate for 10 minutes and use the calm app and it's guided and I like that a lot because it just it focuses my mind uh, it allows me you know the pre breathing is so important it has allowed me to slow my down and just not reacting to where I used to just go off the handle when things in life would you know bad things would happen. I think, you know, thank God I was meditating, you know, going through this process uh, when my parents passed and I saw them and like the whole, this whole process with my mom and dad, um, you know, and I've been, I've been talking to a uh, psychologist, psychiatrist in the past. I've had two sessions with them just to go over kind of, I don't want to go into PTSD or things of that nature what I saw. So it's helped me out tremendously. Um, meditation, even if it's two minutes, three minutes or five minutes, get outside walk, breathe, do something that just clears your mind. Um, and then I, then I, I, you know, the phone is always at our, at our fingertips. And I try to, for the most part, you know, I got to get my phone to use the call map. Um, but I'll stay off social media. I won't look at my emails until I'm done doing what I have to do, which is the first 30 minutes or 45 minutes to myself. That's me. That's my time. And a lot of, a lot of parents don't get that time. So even if it's 15 minutes, they wake up 15 minutes early. I know it's hard. If they do it and decide to like, oh my God, like it, it's, it's that quiet time in the morning where the kids are not demanding everything from you or, or work's not demanding. Like you really have to spend time for yourself daily. If it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It just, that's, that's the key. For me, for me mornings are key. That kicks everything off. Yeah. 
I think Stace and I are both on board with that idea for sure. Absolutely. And I feel like, so Gabe, I don't know if you know, but at the end of every one of our podcast episodes, we kind of have a small action step that we recommend to our listeners and we call it our via con Dios. So like you're going, go out and do this thing for today. And it's usually something pretty small or huge, like change, go change the world. And, <laughs> um, but mostly we try to make it a small thing that, that our listeners can go and really us. We're just trying to change, change yes. by degrees, yes. right? Small action steps that we can do today that are realistic. And, and I think that this is something that we could possibly be, I mean, we always ask our interviewee what they would like to do. Um, but this is one thing that Love it. could be our via con Dios at the end of our interview. Cause I know you'll, you'll have to get going to work today, but um, is there anything else that you want to recommend to our listeners? Like one little action step or do you think that would, when is it? So one action step that you can do, which is very simple. Yep. No pressure. Just come up with it right now. Yeah. Right? So start start that over again because you kind of cut out the beginning of that. I just heard we're okay. so connected to our phones. So we're, we're so connected to our phones. So what what the one tip that I would say to try to do once a day is when you're having a conversation with somebody and it's face to face, put the phone down, don't touch it, and you're having a conversation with them, look them in the eyes. Don't shy away and be 125% present. Oh, and don't, I love it. And, and do not judge them. Do not give them advice. Let them talk to you. If they ask for advice, you offer it. If not, be there by their side and walk with them. So good. Ooh, that's excellent. So good. Love it. Jackie, repeat it back again. Okay, so I, I, hear so I think the bottom line is be 100% present with whoever you're speaking with be a listener and put the phone down right put the phone down um I love that I think gosh on so many levels with our close people we talk about all of our different lenses that through which we see life and with our closest people and with our community that can be so healing when we just choose to engage a hundred percent with whoever we're with and listen that can be a really healing balm for all of us. So I love that. I love that via Condios. Oh, and I like laugh. Like laugh. Have fun with it. Like have, have such an awesome conversation yeah. that, you know, just like enjoy the conversation. I mean, for the most part, we get, once we get bored, what do we do? Once that like m- awkward silence moment in the conversation, we all do it. We reach right for our damn phone. Yep. And we go like, oh, we're going to look at pictures or we look at emails or we look at Instagram or Facebook. We, every single freaking person does it. Yeah. Like, I bet you there's one, like, like, one, I want to throw one party and you have to put your phone in a, in a, in a, like, in a dish and leave it there. Nice. It'll have to be a Kodak old school, or get some old school Polaroid, like, pictures, the ones that pop out. Yeah. Go buy a whole bunch of those cameras and then that's how you took your pictures. Fun. I'm coming to that party. (laughs) I know. I'm inviting myself. I'm crashing that party. (laughs) Awesome. 
Well, Gabe, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for your time. I know Stasis too, and I've learned so much. I'm going to be thinking about this all day. <laughs> and we're going to continue to stalk you on social media and hopefully soon meet you in person because you just bring so much to our community. And I know I've just learned from you even in this time, but also on social media. And so um, keep doing what you're doing. It, may, it makes a difference. It matters. So thanks no, for your time. You. And we're going to... Um, I'm going to intentionally think about that via Cundios all week. So thanks for that. No problem. Thank you. Right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Have a great day. And listeners, via Cundios. Via Cundios. Bye, Gabe. Bye. Take care.